Babe podcast. I'm Jason, and I'm Babe. And I'm Robin, and I'm Babe. Yep. How are you, Babe? That's how we do it. (laughs) That's how we do it. Yeah. Um, Where did that come from, anyway? Our introduction? Yeah. Did I just say it one time? Yeah, because uh, that's the joke. It's Team Babe. We're both babes. So when you say, who are you? Well, I'm Babe, and so are you. Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad we explained that to everybody now. That's good. Yeah, is that good? Yeah. Because <laughs> we're on the team, and we're both babes. I think that's kind of how it works with, like, podcasts and other stuff. It's like you do something one time, and then... It's forever. That's what you just do now. Yeah, well... Or okay. whatever. And I'm sure I've heard the same exact introduction, minus the details on several other podcasts. I've definitely heard the same exact introduction on uh, Kill Tony. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like the exact same rush, the kind of like, <laughs> yeah, get it over with introduction every day, every uh, week. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying I am like a real Brian Redband oh, type of character, huh? Oh, I would huh? never say that. Except That's without the gross. amazing comedy career. I am not going to get into Brian okay. Redband, you know. I don't want to, like, make enemies right off the bat before anybody even knows who I am. Okay. Yeah, man, that's the podfather. <sighs> I don't like that name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it, okay? There's a lot of things. Okay. I, got, I got a lot of notes on that one, okay? <laughs> that's cool, man. Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, someday we'll hear those notes, I'm sure. <laughs> well, it'll be in your manifesto. Yeah, yeah. The podfather manifesto. It's, um... There's been a couple of times where I, I've seen him, you know, talking about something. And I've been like, oh, yeah, poor guy. And then most of the time I'm like, ugh, bleh. <laughs> but, you know, everybody's got that person they feel that way about. I mean, everybody does a character, right? I guess. I mean, is this my character? Yeah, babe. Mm. And my character is babe. But it's that definitely characters, man. We're, we're, a of, we're a couple of characters. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. a couple of real characters. Yeah. Just sitting here talking about our viral shit, man. Oh, damn it. That virus has gone viral, isn't it? It's really gone viral. It's Pandemic really, level viral. It's really unfortunate. I think that whole, like, it's gone viral, like, term may lose its charm, you mm. know, after this sort of settles. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to come up with a new name for, like, when something blows up. It's gone huge style. Yeah. Um, but nothing like, it's gone Hindenburg. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's gone the Holocaust. No. No? It's gone coronavirus. No. no. It's gone. Okay. So we got to think of something new. Yeah, man. I like how it has an, it has another name, too. It's what does? COVID. Like, what? COVID-19? Well, that's just a scientist's way of saying there's not just one coronavirus, everyone. There, We've already discovered 19, and there'll be 1,000 more. I mean, that's really what that's all about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I am a scientist by trade, so I understand this sort of thing. You oh, see. yeah, okay. I gotcha. Yeah, so you all, you know what all the those uh, letters stand for. Mm-hmm. Um, ca- <laughs> coronavirus, Corona? coronavirus ID nineteen. <laughs> no way. Well, is why would that, they give it a nineteen if easy? it was number one? 
I mean, you don't go just randomly like some new virus comes out of the sky and you're like, I'm going to call it number 19. Because there's like, it's a complex bond with like 19 different molecules no, or something like that. No, I don't think so. It has like 19 little cilia, like little arms or whatever that reach out and <laughs> grab well, you. Well, it probably does. At least 19. <laughs> At least. Um, each, each of its cells. Yeah, but actually I read this article. I probably shouldn't even talk about it. But um, apparently a bat, uh, just one bat, has a hundred coronaviruses just swimming around in its little body. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. I haven't done the. I haven't done the research on that. That's good. That sounds just don't. sounds interesting. But yeah, like I guess they don't. Uh, I heard on some other podcast. I think that you know that they th- think it doesn't uh, travel right from bats to humans or something. Does it take a ride on a train before it goes from bat to human? <laughs> it takes a ride on the bat train. <laughs> <laughs> That's, maybe they're going to do that in the new Batman with uh, that uh, Pattinson guy. You know, maybe It'll they'll be the Bat Train. You remember when uh, the old Batman from the '60s how they had that like shark spray? Yeah, the Bat Shark repellent. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And they get that out and spray it right on the shark's face, and yeah. they would just be like, "Oh my gosh, I gotta get out of here." Yeah. They'll make one of those for the coronavirus. Oh, there you go. The yeah. Bat. Bat spray. Spray. It's but just bat spray. Maybe it's for bats. I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of confused, but yeah. <laughs> I like the idea of there being a spray. Yeah. Well, that's how you that's how you get the the evil doppelganger bat that comes to murder you or whatever. You know that was like your secret twin or something? Batman has a secret twin. I don't know. I'm I'm guessing. Wow. How come they haven't done that yet? That's a great idea. Don't they do that with like every comic book though? Or so, like somebody has an evil not an evil twin necessarily, but like, you know, Bizarro World. I am aware of that Bizarro World thing with Superman. Yeah. Right. Then the Legion of Doom. <laughs> then the Legion of Justice. Yeah. The Legion of Justice. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I, but that's maybe that's, that's what you use to spray it when that happens. Because like... Batman's been preparing for this ah. for so long that he's thought about, or, or the oh, back he's computer. He's immune already, so he can fight. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. It's like um, uh, Princess Bride when uh, oh. uh, the Dread Pirate Roberts, uh, you know, holds up an Iocane powder. powder um, yeah, I like that. Resistance or I whatever. Like that. Yeah. Where you both drink the poison and only uh-huh. one dies. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm aware of that concept. Yeah, Batman's secret twin. Oh, I love that. The bad Batman. And he, I mean, dress, he dresses in white. Oh, he's an albino <laughs> bat. We could cast Will Smith's son. Oh, my was gosh. Like already wearing that white <laughs> bat suit thing. Right? Jaden or That's whatever? That's so racist. It is to say that? No, I mean... Would you would you cast a a black person as an albino character? I mean, I don't know, man. No, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I just thought of him because he wore he wore that. Oh, I know, outfit. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um. What? I God like damn! This. Now I'm all in my head. Sorry, scratch that. You're fine. <laughs> he he didn't care. He's okay. never gonna hear this anyway. Damn it. Okay. Um. So I love that idea of uh, opposite. You know, like um, the good and evil thing, mm-hmm. where but where they're twins, they're like um, a mirror image of the same person. Yeah. Uh, as you know, I like. Yeah. 
love that concept and make many iterations of it for photo shoots and whatnot. Right. And so anytime somebody comes up with like a new idea for that, I'm like, oh, dude, like you got to do it. Yeah. So maybe this goes along with my Batman brainstorm, you know, for the 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 reboot or whatever. Where yeah. Batman is like, he's more like a normal person. Right. But he just like trains all the time or whatever. Right. So like that's why he's super strong and like, you know, he had to learn how to use, how to like actually, I don't know, fly the bat copter and like, you know, use the bat. He had fucking, to like uh, read, read the instruction manual. Hang glider, <laughs> the bat glider or whatever, <laughs> you know. And he's, so he's got to keep up on this training or and stuff like right. real, real people who do badass stuff do. Right. So he's always out there like fucking spraying himself with bat spray, <laughs> <laughs> you know, because he knows that his... He somehow in the back of his mind he knows that his evil twin, Button Man or some something is like coming Butt to get him. Man. <laughs> that's the, the opposite <laughs> of Batman, right? Butt Man? I don't <laughs> think that's the opposite of a bat. No, the opposite of a bat would be an, like a um, a daytime creature um, that's all white, like an octopus or something. Oh, it's jellyfish. Uh, I was thinking more like a dove. I was thinking like a cephalopod. Like it's not even... Uh, oh, wow, that's really weird. You know, like a slug or something. Bat slug. How do you dress up slug in man. a cool outfit that's like bat slug? I mean, come on, man. I like the dove idea. You gotta be able to see... And like Prince could be involved. Yeah, you gotta be able to see like a six-pack abs, you know, like on the, the like, f- chest plate. Flowing, billowy, yeah. like... Sheer fabrics, like David Bowie and uh, Labyrinth. That's actually what I'm picturing. Yeah. Yes. So it's the Goblin King. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I think what would be really cool is if like the Batman and the White Batman meet, right? Mm-hmm. And they they like haphazardly see each other. They don't know that either one exists, and then they have to have a battle royale, you know, for some reason, and they're equally matched. Yeah. Because so they're they just like beat the shit out of each other. Mirror images of each but other. Neither of them can win. Neither can win. Yeah. And, and it just goes on like that for like five hours. No, something has to intervene. Alfred. Evil Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. There's a there's, there's an evil Alfred too. Oh man. You're talking my language. I love this. Good and evil stuff. White and black, light and dark. And oh, there's yeah. a there's a evil Robin, but it's blue jay. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. Evil Robin is Raven. Raven. Oh, there you go. That's cool. Yeah. I know that because my nickname used to be Raven. Oh. So I've already thought this one through. Okay. Well, that's good. And we've got some expertise in the room. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. Well, I think we got that one pretty much figured out. Okay. So write that down. Let's get on. <laughs> we don't need to. Once again, it's being recorded for posterity. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, all Transcribe of our millions, that. millions of listeners will, I'm sure, take run with that idea we'll submit it to warner brothers and we'll see what happens yeah we'll just we'll send like write it on a post-it yeah yeah i'll put it on a sticky note yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) you guys like looney tunes is that you (laughs) well we think you we've got an idea for you yeah step aside uh dark knight (laughs) (laughs) that's not all folks no it's not. Oh. And thus began the dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
I mean, that would be my shit right there. I yeah. could work on that for years. Oh, man. Okay. The themes. The themes of it all. Let's get on it, man. See, this is what happens when you just get together and you just shoot the shit, man, you know? I know. Just gold. The magic. Just every once in a while, you know, you have that bazillion dollar idea. Like on the, accident. Like the spritzer idea. I mean, we're spritzer. like, we're cranking out million dollar ideas on the daily. Okay. Absolutely. <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> uh -huh. Yeah, I know. I'm still waiting on that, you know, deposit, but... I mean, it's just, it's all about the mailbox money, man, as, as Seth would say. You actually get mailbox money. I do. You're like the only person I know that gets mailbox money. I said mailbox money in an interview uh, recently, too. You did? I got to say mailbox money. You you had an interview? Yeah. With who? Uh, Terry Gross. <laughs> For a second, I thought you were serious. <laughs> you well, idiot. I was serious. A, a different kind of interview. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, it was with Kurt Loder. Oh, right. You know, it was like a reverse roles type of thing. I and, see. Because I was Nirvana. Wow. Yeah. And Nirvana Madonna. and... I was Nir <laughs> Nirvana. <laughs> Another great idea. Wow. It's a cross between Madonna and Nirvana. That would make but it's all Nerdana. my dreams come true, pretty much. Yeah. Like, right so there. it's grunge. It's like heavy long, grunge. Long, stringy, uh, yeah. blonde hair. And Madonna. With roots. Yeah. You know, Madonna, like, she kind of tried that grunge thing, but it really didn't, like, take all the way. When? Like, she couldn't really let go of her glamour, you know? When? In the 90s. In there? When, during that time? Yeah, like, when she did bedtime stories. But wasn't that more, like, bondage-y? No, no, like no, no. latex no, no. and shit? Well, she did that too, but um, no, no, I'm talking about like, um, you know, that, that one that's in black and white and she's walking down the street. Rain? No. <laughs> oh, is it the one that the has, uh, <laughs> I don't know all these videos. Uh, what about the one that has um, that guy in it, the, the more cowbell guy? What? The weapon of choice. Isn't he? Christopher Walken? Yeah. Oh, he was in like an eighties something. He was yeah. I'm no. I'm talking about no no no. I'm talking about like um, my baby's got a secret. Remember that one where she's like in Harlem and oh, she's yeah. kind of grungy. That's as close as she got. You know what I mean? Yeah. To me, that was more like I'm a sixties like lounge singer. Yeah, a little bit type of type of thing. Not not very grungy, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, that was her version. Yeah, she never did, like, the flannel and the whole nine yards, you know? Totally. But it's not too late. It's never too late, Madonna. Or Nerdvana. <laughs> or wait, Madvana. <laughs> Nerdvana, I think, is the only way you can do it. Yeah, I like that. Nerdvana. I'm sure, like, somebody's done Nerdvana with nerd culture as big Probably. as it is. Probably, I'm sure. But yeah. this is a whole new concept. Somebody did Carvana. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, um, this buying experience is so. It's like I've transcended into another plane of existence and understanding, man. I'll tell you what. Sometimes I look at these like startup companies, and they get like these millions and millions of dollars to be awesome. Mm -hmm. And then stuff like this happens. And I'm like, I'm so glad I don't own that company right now. That's pressure. Yeah. I don't need that. In inner my city life. life, inner city pressure. <laughs> <laughs> this inner city world is trying to get you. That's right. Yeah, man. Um, so how's everybody doing out there in 
viral um, virus land. We're listening. Crickets. <laughs> well, how are we doing? We're hearing lots of crickets. We're doing so good, man. Just, we're, we're all just right. wonderful. We're doing okay. We're hanging in there. Yeah. There's been it's been touch and go. Oh yeah. Here and there. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, you know, trying to get uh, things done and doing things. <laughs> and well, we've had some, you know, um, you know, there's like some emotions. Yeah, we've had some emotions and we've yeah. had some like mental health issues and, um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I guess that's to be expected. What's that Paul S- Simon song where it's like this and that and then this, but it's all the same thing. It's like love songs and. Get on the bus, guess. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> it's the name of the song. Negotiations and love songs. Yeah, and things left unsaid or something uh-huh. like. That. Is that what it's called? It's negotiations and love songs. Oh, okay. I thought. See, I was picturing it in my mind. I was like, it does like four different things, like negotiations and love songs, and uh, things left home unsaid. for the holidays, and things left unsaid. The water and, under the bridge. And, and, yeah. Uh huh. Bridge and over. Bridge tro- over troubled water. <laughs> <laughs> Put water under it. Uh huh. Yeah. No, I mean, um, I mean, we could get, we could probably get poetic about it if we, we could. if we really tried. Right now. No. I can't get but poetic right now, don't. M- maybe we should write a poem for next time. Yeah. Okay. That's everybody's assignment. Write a poem for next time. <laughs> I mean, I can write poetry all day. You have. All day. That was your profession for many years. Yes. I mean, like I have practiced. Okay. Yeah. So show me what you get. (laughs) (laughs) So you mentioned something about, uh, I really love that idea about a bat train. I mean, that's so funny. For sure. Like a bat train. Like, (laughs) what are you going to do with this fucking bat train? Well, as long as somebody built tracks right to where (laughs) we need to go. (laughs) We're all set. Either that or it's just how the Batman, like, you know, like, um, travels in style because he doesn't. Maybe oh, he doesn't like to fly. Like He's a that. bat who doesn't like to fly. Oh, I like that. You know what? James Bond takes a lot of trains. Okay, and that's really just because when you're in a train, you're lit from all sides because there's windows on on all sides of the train. And you get all this nice daylight. So when you sit there in your little suit and you know your white tablecloth and whatnot, you know you look fabulous. That's another brilliant idea for you. Yep. Yep. Bat train. Bat train. I mean, the train, traveling by train, if it's like a luxury train. Yeah. It's still considered like a, like a richy rich thing to do. Totally. So it'd be like a, you know, the old Western or whatever, where there's a guy, like this rich guy or something like that who travels in this special train. Right. That's Batman now. I like it. Maybe yeah. there could be a Wild West element to it, too. Oh, man. We could have, like, the white cowboy and the black cowboy. <laughs> I mean, you could have chess. You could do so, so many things. With yeah. This. Yeah, Shane. Shane could come. Yeah. Shane's coming, man. I know you love that movie. Shane will be coming around the mountain when Shane comes. Why do you love that movie? I don't know. It's a good. It's just a good movie. I mean, is there anything particular? I mean, it's a, it's a western and it's like a kind of a classic. But I mean, is there anything particular about that one that stands out to you? Uh, I like the bar fights. 
Okay. Where they smash the table? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They just punch each other. They just haul off and punch each other. That's... And what's his name? Calls him like a sod buster. Right. I like that. That's yeah. good. No, it's just like, you know, a, um, I don't know. It's just a classic uh, hero story, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's the guy who's like had some sort of like rough past, right? He's a gunfighter, but he's trying to get away from it. Right. He's trying to like just live, live an honest life or uh-huh. whatever, but the life finds him, man. <laughs> you know, he can't escape, man. Right. Right. Or whatever, you know, but he knows how to shoot. True, too true. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember when you got that movie and you thought that um, the kids were going to like it so much. Yeah. And like we watched it and they did not like it They're at like, all. This is so stupid. No, they were like freaked out by it somehow. <laughs> it was like, it was like too intense. It was like too emotional. Uh, like when the mom's like out like calling for Shane and yeah. Shane's not there. And I don't know. I can't really remember how it goes, but maybe Shane's dead. And, and like she's all like, out there on the prairie or whatever, like tears, you know, yeah, running down your yeah, face yeah. or whatever. No, it's just a good, like, you know, whatever. I don't know. It's a good story. I liked what she said about the uh, bar fights, though, because it made me remember that I used to watch The Fall Guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've I re- never seen that. I refused to watch Westerns as a kid because my grandparents were super into Westerns. So, yeah. But I did watch a lot of The Fall Guy. And the fall guy was basically a western. <laughs> he was the cowboy. Who was in that? Who was the main guy? It was uh, Lee Majors was the uh, fall guy, and he drove this like real souped up, you know, like Ford Bronco four by four thing. And he is like the, I don't know if I really don't even know what the hell it was about, but basically he just would go around and be like, "Listen, son, you know you're just supposed to be doing this, that, and the other thing, and you're not. So I'm gonna beat the hell out of you." You know, he would just beat some beat people up. Yeah, having bar fights all because the time. They were what? They were they were doing what? Maybe maybe it was the sheriff. I mean, like I honestly can't remember, but it's like supposed to be set in this sort of remote. <laughs> it's like set here in Reading. Okay, it's like a uh-huh. remote, you know, like Red Town. Yeah, Western town with lots of pine trees and shit. Starring Lee Majors. And he drives his like Ford Bronco around or his Jeep or whatever it was. And uh, he wore a leather jacket and jeans. And yeah, anyway, I remember they had so many bar fights on the show. I finally figured out that they were like sawing the table legs. Oh, yeah. So they would like, you know, just like smack to the ground and all the <laughs> legs would go like, and I was like, I'm I'm catching on to this. Okay. <laughs> like, because tables don't do that in real life. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they might break, but they're not, they don't break like that. Nope. No. Anyway, I love that show. And I was like four. That wow. was my shit. I'm going to have to check that out. That yeah. sounds great. But yeah, so I bring up the train because we're on this we're on this crazy train, man. I know it does kind of feel like I'd like to get off the we're train. We're going off the rails of this crazy train. But, but there's as no Ozzy would say. there's no stops. There are no stops. You <laughs> just keep going. Yeah, we just learned that uh, this thing's going to continue for at least another month. Yeah, right of sheltering in place. That's right. So yeah, we're buckling in, man. We're buckling our holy shit belts. <laughs> Our bat, holy shit, belts that are white. Ooh. <laughs> and a white Cadillac. And it says holy shit. And, and the buckles are gold. Yeah. yeah um, All right. Not to get off off track again. Hey, man. What are you trying to do to me? When you have a good idea, though, you got to go for it. Yeah. You got to take it to the extreme. Yeah. So we're on this train. And yeah. This train is busted as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I feel like um, the way this train kind of got going was like... Um, 
Some people that were like halfway through. Some people call me the space <laughs> cowboy. What? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Some people that were halfway through welding Some class. Some people. Oh. Uh, they had like half their textbook, you know? Yeah. And they got all their equipment and they got all their like welding supplies, but they didn't read the rest of the book. And then somebody was like, hey, can you build a train? Quick, quick style, make a train, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So they get out there and they start welding some shit together, but it's made out of like old tin cans and hubcaps and, you know, whatever they could find on the side of the road. And they construct this horrible looking train and then everybody's supposed to get on it. I mean, I feel like that's where we're at. That's where we're at. <laughs> yeah. So it's a very fragile yeah. type of feeling. Yeah. Because, yeah, this whole experience, like we're learning how fragile things uh yeah and how unprepared (laughs) like basically america is for like almost anything and not just america but like everywhere man yeah like well i don't know i'm sure there are countries that are doing better jobs and stuff but like everybody has everybody's potentially affected by this you know for sure the whole global pandemic thing you know but it's like dude i mean we just think we're just like, hey, man, this is fucking, this is it, dude. <laughs> like, I I talked to my grandpa, and he was alive like 100 years ago or some shit, you know? Yeah. Or 80 years ago, and it's basically been going kind of like this with, like, shit. Like, uh, you know, whatever. There was the Holocaust and the Cold War. But you still need to go to the store, and you get your groceries, and you have coffee with your neighbor. And yeah. You watch the TV, and right. you, you know, all these, you go to the store, and you buy shit, yeah. and then, you know. Right. And meanwhile, I mean, it's just a baby Jesus miracle <laughs> that Pretty much. any of that is happening. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, I mean, and we're doing our best to make it happen. You well, know? for better or for or worse. Whatever. Like, if sure. we just sat there, I mean, we could... I mean, if, if we just hung out, then none of this would happen. I mean, if we didn't have that overbearing, conquering sort of sensation that we all have to, like, you know. Yeah, that thing where we annihilated the <laughs> Neanderthals and stuff. We, we annihilated we all people. Crossbred, you know, with them. With them to get then, to this place that we are at now where we can take oil and make it into empires. And yes. Yes. We're building a religion. <laughs> Yeah. Good. Hey, there's another one Great. for the uh, for the playlist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we we uh, I don't know. We've been talking a lot about that, and we've been we realized that on accident the last few episodes we've been relating to songs as for sure. sort of a theme of the episode. It was dancing with myself or dancing with ourselves. Yeah. As we called it, and yeah. then last week, what did we talk about? Oh, last week was virtual insanity. Virtual insanity slash reality. Right. And then, so, I don't know, we've been talking about it, we've been listening to lots of music, we've been reading lyrics. Yep. And basically, if you, like, take any song, do this little experiment, take any song that you like, and then listen to it and read the lyrics along. And, like, I would say probably, like, you have a 75% (laughs) chance that it can somehow be related to this situation the right now. global pandemic or, you know, right. annihilation of the human race or, or something like or that. Or even you know? just your own particular loneliness if you're, yeah. like, cooped up somewhere by yourself or your particular, like, heartache about something. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting how it all kind of works. And so you said something to me a few days ago. You were like, I'm glad I got my dry suit. I'm <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm glad I, I got my, my dry suit. I'm glad I got my dry suit. Because now I can get in the freezing cold ocean. Now I'm going to scuba dive for real. Yeah. Uh, I got my suit dry clean before the riot started. And I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and you're like, that's a Beck lyric. I'm like, really? And yeah, it's so that it's the song Broken Train. That's what we're on. We are totally on a broken train. We're yeah. taking a ride on the broken train, man, for sure. So the reason that that it's so it's weird. I think part of the reason why we kind of get stuck on these song ideas or inspirations during times like this is because for me, if you're like in a weird situation, I, I just start to put a, like a soundtrack to it. But this is just what I do. Like if I hear a song, I'm I'm putting it to like a fashion show or I'm putting it to a video I'm making about something I've never done. I mean, that's just what I do in my spare time. Yeah. Um, but this particular situation, I was like, well, you know how we all keep talking about, like, for instance, I got my hair done the day before this shutdown happened, right? Yeah. Or I got out and did such and such right before they shut everything down. Mm-hmm. So that makes me think about this back song, which is, um, I think it's about the L.A. riots, where, you know, you watch, like, this whole, like, area of L.A. just kind of, like, go up in flames, right? And they've got all the news choppers and they're circling and everything. And you're you're seeing, like, people running, you know, they're, like, looting, you, you know. And so it's this funny idea that, like, instead of looting, like, going in somewhere and stealing a bunch of, like, TVs or stereo equipment or whatever would have been hot in the 90s, you would have just gone and like picked up your dry cleaning because like the store is all bro- like, you know, there's no door, like there's no window. So you just go in there like, oh, oh. my dry cleaning's done. So that's not what I thought that you were saying. I <laughs> thought you were saying like <laughs> that. Oh, I got in there and I got my dry cleaning before the riots started. But I mean, to me, I guess in my mind, it's like if I picture this as a as a music video, it's yeah. sort of like. The riots are, are happening, but they just haven't maybe come to this particular store. They haven't made it to the particular dry cleaners yeah, but you, like where things, your suits are. Things are kind of blowing up. Oh and so, God. you know, this guy, he goes and gets his suit and, like, maybe puts it on. And then he just walks the rest of the way home while, like, you know, gas stations are blowing up. And people are having car accidents. And he's like, but, you know, I got my suit dry clean, so yeah, I'm cool. I mean, yeah. The, and, like... Okay. It, it, like, Beck's lyrics are just crazy. Yeah. Like, uh, they're so good. They are really good. And part of it is because they're just unintelligible. <laughs> you just, But they're so cleverly put together that you're like, oh, man, he's making sense, dude. I kind of think he is making sense, though, because I feel like it was that era of, like, him coming from, like, grunge, but then entering into this other weird realm where, like, he kind of had success. And those yeah. two worlds collided, and it must have been really strange. That song, Broken Train on uh, Midnight Vultures, to me, seems like it's more of a Odile song. Right. That didn't make it. Didn't make the Odelay cut. Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, Midnight Vultures is a crazy album. I know. Uh, I love it, though. Yeah. It's so wild and just, like, unabashed, like, just, uh, like groove i don't even know what what it is it's like r&b but like it's james right. brown yeah yeah it's like if james brown was kurt cobain or something <laughs> with the uh who are, who are the producers the, the dust brothers or something i don't know actually i don't know i listen to that album so much though 
it's this weird just like mishmash of like um i love all these sort of like early 2000s um sort of Richie Rich commentary, you know, like popping bubbly and you get your hose in the hot tub and like all yeah. this like MTV crib shit, like combined with like this weird kind of like surrealism and like, you know, um, yeah, I'm going to take you out to Glendale and yeah. show you a real good meal or whatever. But also sure. that James Brown, like Motown chops on the instruments, Yeah, you know, like his band was super good. Um, his band was crazy but he's man. like this weird little white guy like it's like what are you doing man yeah but like performing <laughs> his ass off like doing the sp- like jumping up yeah. in the air and then landing in the splits and shit yeah like what is up with that he must have just really loved that era i mean i feel like it's a tribute to motown in a way yeah but so, yeah more to james brown yeah yeah i would say because motown's like more melod- i don't know different this is like high energy dance music yeah yeah it was i mean i would love to know if anybody else loves that album i mean like i think we only know a couple of other people total that have ever even listened to it or we've talked about it or whatever yeah like i'd like to know if other people actually listen to that album and like it totally if it was just a really weird random thing yeah that'd be interesting to know i mean i'm sure i've heard a few other people talk about it but yeah it's definitely one of the more rare ones i would say yeah but yeah we saw i don't know we didn't we never saw them perform live but we saw some like live concert footage of them maybe it was like an mtv thing or something yeah they were just like amazing it was out of control it sounded just like the album yep and it was like super tight and they were wearing like cardboard boxes on their head, Holy like shit. TVs, like cardboard TVs on their head while they were playing, you know, kind of like Daft Punk style a yeah. little bit, you know? That definitely makes it harder. <laughs> that makes it way harder. <laughs> yeah. And that, so yeah, that Broken Train song has that good fuzz bass, man. Yeah. Or fuzz guitar or whatever. And like. I we, appreciate that. We identified that on a few other songs too. Like it sounded a lot like. I realized it sounded a lot like um, the fuzz guitar on uh, Desperation Number no. Five, the Scott Weiland solo album. Yeah. Uh, whatever it was called, is that what it was called? The album. Was the album called Desperation? Twelve Bar Blues. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it was like a a sound of the time, like the really? late nineties. Um, it had this weird like chorus mm-hmm. on it. Yeah, it was kind of, to me, it reminds me of a little bit of a Beatles kind of vibe, but to take it into this really, like, dark, sort of grungy place. Um, But, yeah, it's very groovy. It's very groovy, baby. (laughs) Very, very groovy. Does that make you randy? (laughs) (laughs) It does. You know me so well. Oh, I know. The fuzz guitar and the fuzz bass makes me rande. <laughs> rande. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and that made me think of the fuzz bass on Lazaretto. Oh, right. Uh, that Jack White album. Yeah. Like, yeah, which is badass. And oh. yeah, so it got me all off onto fuzz. I do love um, the White Stripes. I mean, I like Jack White, but the White Stripes hold a little bit more of a special place in my heart. Yeah. You know. Well, so, okay. So what what songs are on your Broken Train playlist? Your COVID-19 mm. 
19 episodes of <laughs> viral viral infections. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, at first when you said, let's do 19 episodes of, you know, yeah. like coronavirus inspired playlists or whatever. I was like, there's no way. There's no way. Like, we're going to be able to do that. Yeah. But now that I'm going to be cooped up for another four weeks, I'm like, okay, well, you right. know. Yeah, we might be able to get a little ahead of the curve here. We might. We might. We'll see. Before it's over. Yeah. Um. Well, like. That is until the coronal mass ejection, you know. Does that have something to do with the sun? Because if it does, I want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> the sun, man, it's going to rain down uh, oh. lightning on us from the sky. Mm, that sounds like a Radiohead song to me. <laughs> Sorry, I, b- I broke your flow there. What were you saying? Oh, other songs that I want on this playlist? Yeah. I mean, it's, is this like a playlist for the end of the world? I mean, I feel like that's what we're getting at here. Mm. Um. The Desert Island playlist. What would you like to listen to? <laughs> well, yeah, no, it's just thematically ones that that Fit make, in make sense okay. for something to do with COVID nineteen. It. It's the COVID nineteen. Oh, it's the COVID nineteen. All right, my, it's the name of my new band. <laughs> oh, I hate it. I'm never gonna see them. Um, yeah. <laughs> Don't see us live because I'm social distancing. You're social distancing, bitch. Dude, why do you always have to call me a bitch Shelter even in, in the place. middle of I a wasn't pandemic? Call, that wasn't d- I'm just aimed at you. I'm just kidding. Always. Um, okay, so other songs. Um, yeah, for sure. Far away, so close. By you too. How does that one go? <laughs> <laughs> it's off their Zoropa album. So far away, no. so close, <laughs> and this and that, and I'm you too. And no. I have crazy, no. like, <laughs> weird guitar effects. No? No. It, it sounds Europa. Okay. So, yeah. I'll refresh my memory on that one. I'm sure I know it. Um, far away, so close with the static and the radio, your satellites and television. You know, dot, dot, dot. Uh, you can go anywhere. Okay. Um, it's kind of like a, a, it's actually a commentary on technology from like the early nineties, like this whole like satellite TV, constant news stream. That's what that's actually about. Right. That was the whole like point of, or whatever, the concept of the zoo Ropa tour. You know, I love a concept. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's all about this like connectedness through technology. Forsprung der Technik uh-huh. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So that one's on my list for sure, but it's a it's actually a very pretty song. Huh. I'll have to give it a I'll have to give it a spin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, DJ. Yeah, man. <laughs> so on mine, speaking of spin, yeah. on mine, um my next one would be uh Two Princes by the Spin Doctors. Oh wow. Yeah, because it's like two princes, man, you know? Two princes what? In a pandemic? <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. Explain this to me. Two princes in a pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) And a side of beef fried potatoes. Um two princes. Wow. No, I'm just joking. No, you you got some in there. What else you got? I don't know. What do you got? (laughs) (laughs) How about Stone Temple Pilots? Oh. How about Hold Me Closer, Let Me Go? Oh yeah. That's uh what song is that? That's like off Adhesive? of, um, yeah. That's off of their, you know, interstate. No, 
Yeah. Gifts from the Vatican. No. Songs yeah. from the Vatican gift shop. Gifts from stupid, the Vatican song what shop. What a stupid album name. God. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I like this idea of like closer but far away. Uh-huh. Because like we're all supposed to like stay far away from each other. Yeah. But we're also like trying to get closer to each other through like constant phone calls or like social media or something. FaceTimes, Zooms, Google Hangouts. Yeah. I mean, I gotta say that's nice. Appearance. It's it's nice and like that works, but it it isn't the same for some reason. I'm not really even sure why it's not, but it's not. No, it's not. It was nice to like visit in person with like my family. Right. Outside. Uh, the other day. Socially distanced. <laughs> yeah. Six feet. You know, we were each. We shared some outside air. Yeah, yeah. That was as close as we got. Right. Yeah. It was nice. It was. And it's different than, um, I don't know why, a video. Well, yeah. I mean, I, there's definitely just something to people being together, you know, like being there, being there. Gosh, that's so old fashioned. Yeah. I think they've made movies and <laughs> songs about that. <laughs> Being there, man. <laughs> right. You know, so there must be something to it. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, it's, uh, well, I mean, you could watch like a video of a concert or you could go to the concert. And which one do you think you're going to be more excited at? You know, I've done both things. I have been at a concert in real life and then I've gone back and watched the concert on a video and it was not the same no. watching it on the video. That's probably no surprise. <laughs> <clears throat> it was fun, but it was not the same. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Uh, well, then there's, you know, the, like, it's the end of the world as we know it, the REM thing. Yeah. I mean, they had it, uh, they had this all together a long time ago. Right, right, right. And I feel fine. I mean, I think that's probably the people that are ignoring so- social distancing. You know, they're like, it's fine. I don't need to do any of these things. I'll just go have fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess, I don't know, are there people? I'm sure there are, but yeah. I know like a week ago or something, there was there were a bunch of people who were just like, oh no, man, I'm fucking going to party or something. Like, I'm not yeah. going to let some virus keep Stop me from me. partying like, spring break or whatever. Yeah. And then like, I think a bunch of those people got, got the virus. Uh-huh. Yeah, so I mean, there's just so much uncertainty right now, man. I know. I don't like that. But uh, I don't know I'm, if anybody does. I'm learning this particular lesson, though. Yeah. Is that, you know, you wait for uncertainty to end, right? And you get an answer. And then you're like, oh, got the answer. Now this uncertainty is over. Hooray. Guess what? You're just waiting for the next uncertainty. <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, but like we live this. We live life in a very strange way. We, we live life for certainty. And there is no such thing. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that like that's what we try to we try to get. We I try know. to get to a place where it's like, oh, we can count on this and this and this happening. Uh, I know. And then most of the time that works out. And then for a certain amount of time. And then I but I mean, it could literally just happen at any time. And like so if pe- like people this is maybe a good wake up call. Yeah. If it's effective, I mean, hopefully it will be, but it's like, no, like, you can't just count on this shit. Right. You know, like literally it's like some sort of astronomical event could happen Yep. at any second. 
Yep. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense because you like you know you're thinking about it. And you're just like not uh, not able to understand. I know it's too big really to grasp. But I think the thing is is like if you if you spend a lot of time um, trying to make sure of certainty, you will have wasted your time. <laughs> Unfortunately, I think, I mean, that's just, maybe that's just me talking. I mean, I just feel like I have many times created situations based on my certainty of whatever I think is coming next. And that's not um, a good idea. (laughs) It's kind of silly. No. Perhaps you should live in the moment. Perhaps you should live for today and try to just make the best guess. But not be like, I'm going to get my retirement when I turn 65. <laughs> like, hello. Like, that's yeah. way too long from now. We're just like certainty-seeking We are robots. Comfort-seeking. We're seeking. just comfort. Like, yeah. uh, like, and then you're just like, oh, this is good. Right. Let's just so keep this that. will happen forever. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, yeah. <laughs> if you were a robot, you'd be like. Oh, this is great. You'd be like in real life, you're like running into the same corner of the wall. Yeah. But you have like this little thing in your hand or whatever that's like, this is my thing. <laughs> and you're like, oh, I have it. So you're just all keep running into the wall, <laughs> but you don't realize it. Right. I mean, that's kind of. And then Batman swoops down. Oh, I love it. Yeah. I got to say, though, people have really given me a hard time over the last 10 years about. Being such a hard ass about not doing certain stuff, you know? Yeah. Like buying a house right. or whatever. And I have to say, I uh, I guess I'm just jaded or whatever, but I was like, I ain't going to like believe whatever the story is we're all supposed to get on board with here because who knows what's next. That's the way I think about it. I think Aerosmith must have been time travelers. You do? Yeah. In what way? Maybe you are Aerosmith's muse. (laughs) (laughs) They traveled ahead and they've been observing. They listen to the podcast. And when you say jaded or crazy or crying (laughs) or living on the edge. Baby, I'm so jaded. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then they're just like, well, we're going to, this is, we got it. If I was Aerosmith's muse, I'd be so happy right now. Like, even despite this whole <clears throat> pandemic, I would be so excited. Like, if somebody told me that, I'd be like, oh, what? Really? <laughs> <laughs> I won the lottery. Yeah, well, especially if they broke you off some, like, space cash. Mm, space cash? Yeah. <laughs> I like the sound of that. I hear that's the new global cryptocurrency we're oh. working on, space cash. I think, yeah, I heard something. I heard something about, like, the United States is going to make some cryptocurrency. And I thought it was called crystal. But then I was like, but that sounds like meth. So that can't be right. I don't know what it's called. Crystal. (laughs) (laughs) Like Crystal Carrington. Like crystals in, like, uh, you know, Dungeons and Dragons or something. Like, we're mining the crystal. (laughs) Wow. It's like. I don't know. bad all over again. Yeah. I don't think that's what it's called. I'll, I'll, I'll check back on that. Okay. Do a little research. Thanks. Tweet at us right. um, on that one. Yeah. Yeah. So any other new and notable ones on the COVID uh, 
Oh, you had some good ones, man. You were like going super like hardcore. I mean, as per the usual. I'm pretty super hardcore. Uh, Desperation number five. We talked about that. We're we're on a broken train. We're doing that. No, that's life right now. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that train that they made out of tin cans and stuff like that that are all rusted. Uh-huh. That you find like out in the woods. Right. Uh, somebody dumped it there. All aboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take a ride on this broken train. A choo choo. Enjoy it. Um, yeah. And then, uh, so not a very good song, but a good aggressive workout song is Starve by Henry, uh, by Rollins Band. I actually think that's a pretty, <clears throat> that's a pretty decent song. Um, cause we watched the video for it and I yeah. was like, all right. Like, I remember the song, like, Starve is pretty solid. Like, it is simple. Like, it doesn't have a lot of lyrics and stuff. But if you're just looking for, like, straight up aggressive, like, fuck you, punk rock. Yeah, it reminded me of, like, Rage Against the Machine a little bit. For sure. And I'm all about that. So, I don't know, I liked it. Yeah. And then there's some good other good ones, uh, some other hardcore good ones. Fugazi. Oh yeah, waiting, don't you mean waiting room? Fugazi. Fugazi. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that takes me back. That takes me back to like 1995 for sure. Yeah. Yep. Like the first half of that uh, that album is great. And I never got into it. Like, I mean, everybody I knew loved it, and I was just like, meh, meh. I don't know. 13 songs. Right. I mean, it, it is good. It's like solid punk rock. Like, I mean, if you're into that stuff, like it's it's like a must have. But like, even though I like, I'm so weird. I like the idea of punk rock, but I don't actually like sit around and listen to it. <laughs> I like the idea, but I don't like the music. I don't. I'm not like a straight up punk rock fan. Like I don't own any punk rock albums. So you would bring that punk rock vibe to like your R and B. Yeah. Your yeah. rhythm and badass. I do have a funny little story though. Oh. About Fugazi. Yeah. Um. So when I got my car, like um, I didn't have a license because I failed my driving test. Like couple times and uh but i had a car and i was like damn it if i'm not gonna drive this car and so um i i had this like punk rock cassette tape that i got from somewhere it was like best of punk rock you know it's for for people that don't listen to punk rock Mm -hmm. so i put it in my tape deck and then i would drive around my circle driveway for like an hour wait who was on the it was like a compilation of best of punk rock <laughs> and Fugazi is on there. The best of the best of punk rock. Yeah. And, um, where did you get that? I don't know. That cassette. I don't know. Like the underground. And, um, <laughs> I'd turn that up on like full volume and then just like drive my car around my around circle driveway circle. in front of my parents' house and just be like, I'm driving. Like, look at me go. I'm driving. I'm escaping. I'm leaving. I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't like get out cardboard and like fashion like new sides <laughs> of the driveway driveway I circle. Know, right? Where it's like, oh look, I'm driving through the Alps. Yeah, like some mountains <laughs> and trees. <Man. laughs> There's like a big goat or something up on the side of a hill. 
Anyway, my parents most of the time I was completely crazy. And then sometimes Sarah would come over and I'd be like, do you want to drive around the driveway? She's like, oh, yeah. So we get in the car and drive around the driveway. That's fucking awesome. (laughs) I've never heard that one. Oh, we had a lot of fun doing that. (laughs) We could try to go as fast as possible, you know? Yeah. I mean, the driveway was literally probably 20 feet wide, so you couldn't really get going too fast. (laughs) No. Yeah. You know. Um, Would you ever reverse direction? Oh, like, for sure. Oh, okay. Oh, for sure. Yeah. 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 It was. It was like stunt driving, you know, in in the driveway. <laughs> D- did your parents watch you out there? Uh huh. Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> and then they would just sh- shake their heads and go inside and be like, like, "We don't know. We don't know what's wrong with her, but <laughs> maybe somebody else will figure it out." Yeah, you never will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that was fun. Yeah, totally. So what else uh what else have y'all been doing out there to keep yourselves occupied? I know like you've been super bored, babe. Me? <laughs> <laughs> right. I know all these You're, people like, who are basically like... kind of sitting around twiddling your thumbs, like, oh my god, what am I gonna do? My kids are home from school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw this article actually, it was really funny. Um Shout out to Caroline for posting that. Uh, yeah, it was all about like Gen Xers have been preparing for this particular situation like basically since day one because like, you know, you've spent a lot of time alone, latchkey kids, like, you know, just kind of being isolationists and yeah. not really wanting to party and hang out with other people and stuff. I'm like, there's a, there's a certain amount of truth to that. And then, of course, you know. We homeschool, so again, right. with the isolation. The kid is home anyway. We're all home. It's I mean, just there aren't those classes to go to. Yeah, we sometimes. have no extracurricular activities, so we're all just, we're on the boat, you know. Yeah. We're, we're all trapped on the boat now. Right. Um, but even so, like, uh, <laughs> it's not been that much of a transition as far as, like, what I do every day. Um, it, it's just, like, the idea that, like, I'm not really supposed to leave. You know, and then, um, right. You're kind of, you're like, oh, before it's like, I, I mean, I worked here all day. I was here. Yeah. Just like I'm going to be, just like I was today. Yep. And I'm going to be tomorrow. Yep. Thank God. Right. We're still working. But like, I could go, oh, I'm going to go get lunch here. I'm going to go meet my friend sure. here. I'm going to yeah. go to 7 Eleven and get a, like a big gulp. That's the so difference. I guess I still could, but I'm trying not to. Yeah. Well, we're trying to be smart about it, you know? Right. So, um, yeah. So I have not had one second to be bored so far. And that's just because I'm lucky enough to still be employed. Now, I've thought about, okay, well, what if I get fired or I lose my job or whatever, lose yeah. a client? Okay, well, I understand that's a real thing. And then I'm thinking about, like, all the stuff that I need to do that, like, I always put on the back burner because I'm working all the time. I'm like, I would have stuff to do for, like, six months. (laughs) Like, I have six months worth of, like, piled up shit I should do. Yeah, the backlog is heavy. (laughs) The idea that I would get to a place of being bored is, like, I'm just not there. Like, I'm just, like... I forgot what that is. Like, <laughs> I know I spent a lot of time being bored, like as a teenager. Yeah. But then I think back on it, I'm just like, why though? <laughs> Before you had a child. Yes. That but was bad. That was the last time you were bored. Last time I was bored was when we lived in Fortuna. Okay. Yeah, that was the last time. Yeah. So you never were bored when we, once we moved back here. Until like between no. no? Oh right, because. 
because we bad shit was going down. Well, right? because we had jobs and right. No, I mean, yeah, just that, trying to make the rent. Yeah, I think like the last time I was bored was um, waiting for you to come home from KFC. Okay, that was a while ago, dude. It's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, so, so long. That's a that's a long time because yeah. it's been over twenty years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Well, if anybody has <laughs> suggestions for what uh, Babe should do once she gets finally gets bored, once she gets through the backlog, man. I feel like, man, this is going to be a really like, um, like a productive pandemic. It is for me because I might actually finally clean the whole house at the same time. <laughs> I mean, there's that possibility. I, I got halfway through cleaning the shower. Whoa. Halfway, dude. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. In one day, I got halfway through well, cleaning the shower. Domestic. And that is, that's crazy. Babes, domestic. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about a couple um, a couple weeks ago. We yeah. Talked about uh, getting a, a gaming system. Oh gosh. Of some kind. Well, so, we got one. So that's happened. I kind of made an executive uh, decision because I found a good deal, and that was uh, perhaps not appreciated. <laughs> Right. And there have been some issues since. Uh-huh. But I have been spending a lot of time doing that. How's that working out when for I'm <laughs> <laughs> When I'm, you know, not working or doing yeah. something else. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's been f- really fun. That's good. It's been great. I mean, the thing about we're playing, uh, Charlie and I are both playing um, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. And the thing about that game is, like, you're out exploring things and doing things. Right. So it's like, I can't go out and do this. Right. I can't go into a village and, you know, trade in my rubies and my opals and shit, like, for rupees to buy new armor. That's true. And stuff like that, you know, because that's contact. Because you don't have any rubies. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have any. Um, yeah, and I can't use their little cooking cook pot thing, you know, to make up my elixirs and stuff like that, you know, and like try to figure shit out or whatever. You can make, you can use my cook pot and make some elixirs. <laughs> wow, that's sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, actually I have to say like, um, okay, so I'm no video game fan, right? But yeah. Legends, although they spent a lot of time making the world of Zelda look like a real place. I mean, I appreciate the work that went into that game, but I don't get any enjoyment out of playing video games. So like, it's hard for me to, you know, like appreciate it in the way that you do. But I I just, I think that if you just like tried, not that I want you to, because then you might not, um, get all that money. (laughs) You mean I'd develop an addiction and then I would just do that and nothing else? I can't imagine such a no, thing. No, I don't think so. I don't think you could possibly do that. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm just joking. But I think if you played for a little bit, you'd be like, oh, this is fun. Yeah. Like my only experience with like enjoying a video game was the original Mario Brothers. Right. But that was a summer of extreme boredom. Like extreme. <laughs> well, I played... We played some Super Mario Brothers or Mario World 3D or whatever. We did. And that was fun. I mean, I had fun. 
Yeah, but I mean, maybe you didn't. No, I I had fun, but it's just like it's not like a thing where I'm like, you know, I really want to do something fun. I just don't think of it. Like uh, other things come to my mind. So it doesn't you 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 don't like think oh that's that'd be fun to get on get on here and figure this out or whatever. Yeah, I think that's actually what it is. It's like the figuring it out part is not appealing to me because I'm constantly trying to figure stuff out in a work sense. Yeah, and um. It's not really a pleasurable. And it's not relaxing or relaxing thing. Yeah, but you know, I don't like puzzles. Like I'm, I'm weird like that. Like I don't, I really like I'll play board games, but I'm not like, oh, that's what I want to do to like relax or like check out. Right. You don't have any like. There's no uh, obsession with like solving this. Yeah. Thing. So Breath of the Wild actually had like a version of that tilt, like in one of the things that I just did. You know those like tilt uh, things where there's like a ball in a la- like oh, labyrinth. Yeah, it had one of those oh. in the thing. So it's like uh-huh. because the play, the play controller thing, like actually, you know, has oh, you can tilt it back and forth. Yeah. Oh, I see. And so that moved it and moved. <laughs> I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. Man. Oh, I know. I mean, like, I appreciate the the execution of it. You yeah. know, to but me, I mean, it's super fun because it's like an adventure. You know. I think it's fun as long as it doesn't cause any marital issues. I know. We've so far we've avoided all marital <laughs> <laughs> marital distress uh, that could potentially be caused by a breath of the wild. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Let's keep it that way. Know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's been fun. Um Well speaking of Breath of the Wild, we I actually requested that we go out into an isolated strange land and you know get out there man yeah and hike you You made a request and i made that request happen yes thank you and i actually have hiking boots for the first time in 39 years so i wore my hiking boots and went for a hike i mean that's like what and i gotta (laughs) say it was easier to hike without birkenstocks i mean there is something to that whole hiking boot thing yeah no, having the right gear like yeah. makes such a huge difference. Well, I wouldn't say I had the right gear, okay, because I was wearing like a bright pink windbreaker from 1996. That was my, you know, like waterproof jacket. Yeah. Okay, and I had my like Victoria's Secret leggings on, okay. And then I had like a H&M, you know, sweatshirt that had ruffles on it. Uh, and then I had these hiking boots. Now, the hiking boots were the only part that were actually appropriate for the hike. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, that but, is the know, most important part. It is. I agree. Plus, you you were fashionable oh, as you hiked. It was horrible. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> but I did have a good hike uh, regardless, and it was a good thing I got out there and, like, yeah, you know, move my body around because I was gonna start killing people. <laughs> totally, I might still. Yeah. Oh wait, we'll edit that out. Oh good. Okay. Just in case I do kill people. Okay. Um. Yeah. But so yeah, we went on a hike. That was fun. It, but it was like, we're like, well, I'm trying to think of all these places where like people wouldn't go. Yeah, like get out there away from people and and do the social distancing, yeah. right? So, like, I thought of one trail. We went there, and there was, like, 50 cars in the parking lot. In the middle of nowhere. I'm like, what the fuck? You guys, like, so everybody, basically, I'm I'm some super genius who had the same idea as all these fucking idiots. It's the internet, man. Everybody got the same information. Yeah. 
So anyway, so I'm like, well, fuck this. I'm not doing this because like we saw like two or four people like leaving down the trail as we were like pulling up. So it's like, and there's all these cars. So of course everybody's out here. Yeah. So you might as well just fucking like go hang out at, you know, like the grocery store (laughs) with these people or something. Right. Right. And get them to cough in your face. (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's same thing for us. But anyway, like long story short, we did find a place, but we had to go to Great Lakes. I had to show my ID and get the car (laughs) inspected by security guards we had to drive. That was so fun. We had to mob it up a, a dirt road. That was so fun. You know, when the security guards approach your vehicle. Yeah. And you get real upset. That was fun. Who, me? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, man. I don't I don't have a problem with security guards as long as they're not, like, being dicks. For no but, I mean, that's what security guards do best is, like, you know, be like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's fucking lame, dude. I agree, but that's what they do. So, you you know, you got to... So, like, I don't really like them either, you know? But I like to play dumb, you know, like when I, like, talk to security guards. Be like, what should I do? I was just over here trying to park. Like, where should I go? (laughs) And then they're like, oh, well, let me tell you what to do. I don't want to talk to people. I don't want to talk to that person. Well, I'll talk to them all day. It's I like, don't care. If you if I'm not supposed to park here, you there should be a sign. Like you sit in your guardhouse over there and fucking you should be thinking this shit up, dude. Yeah, but show guess some what? initiative. If they had a sign everywhere and you just knew what to do, then he'd be out of a job. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't go here. Don't park here. Yeah. Don't but okay. Anyway. So I you, do have a problem with the security. So guards. you had a little bit of a problem, and then you had to speed away down the dirt road, and then you had to go down the dirt road like real fast, <laughs> and like you know, exercise your uh, SUV and whatnot. And then we got to the place, and we went on the hike, and we got down to the lake, and um, it was like Planet of the Apes down there, man. It was like bizarro world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not only was it like completely isolated. But then it was burnt too. Yeah. And it was cloudy and there was nobody there. And it was raining and, and there were bumblebees and attacking you. Bumblebees attacking me constantly. Because of your <laughs> hot pink jacket and your hair, your fruity hair shit or whatever. Right. And so then we had to flee the area. <laughs> yeah. Well, we have nice video evidence of it though. Totally. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I guess Shasta County got a D. That's the county that we're, that we're in. And you're, um, you're ready for the pandemic. Uh, no, they got a D in sheltering in place. A D in science. <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> uh, yeah, good yeah. job, Shasta County. You rank in the lowest of all the counties in California for following instructions. And when I see that many people in a single parking like parking lot for a total backwoods out of the way hiking trail, it's like normally I'd be like, oh, that's so cool. People are getting out. But I'm like, oh, that's so fucking lame that people are like not even thinking <laughs> that maybe I should go find somewhere else. Well, I came all the way out here. <laughs> oh, so just let some people cough in my face. 
Well, speaking of like, you know, we were talking about punk rock, right? Yeah. I mean, I feel like Shasta County has got this like punk rock attitude. Like, you know, guy told me what to do, man. I'm going to go to the store when I want to go to the store and yeah. I'm going to go to the whatever. And the government isn't going to tell me what's up, you know? Yeah. And then you get a D. You get a you get a social distancing D yeah. minus. A social D, if you will. <laughs> My favorite, least favorite band a of all time. Social distortion. <clears throat> oh yeah, that nice. Yeah. A social D's nuts. I think like suck on D's <laughs> Chinese social nuts. I think in the end they'll get it, but it'll be too late. Double D's. Shasta County. That's like a double entendre. D squared. Oh, wow. Like the fashion brand? <laughs> double D. Oh, wow. D squared. That's a, that's a good one. Show me the twins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Gross. Gross? <laughs> what? You don't want me to show you the twins? No, no. It's gross for somebody who would actually say that. Oh, like a request? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've had those kind of requests in my life. Have you? Show me the twins? Not necessarily that, but you know. Okay. We'll talk about that later. Was it for me? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll be thinking about how I'm going to ask you that later. Okay, good. Yeah. Think about it really, really hard. Okay. I'll think about it <laughs> super hard. <laughs> Oh, boy. It's a good yeah. thing we can't have any more kids. Mm-hmm. In it. Oh, hallelujah. It's doing me head in. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah, it's doing me head in. Yeah, babe. Well, uh, I love you, babe. Love you too, babe.